Thanks for tuning in to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. We're glad you're here. Make sure to stick around until the end of the episode to find out how you can join in the conversation. Until then, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, hello and welcome to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast, where we discuss real-life topics and answer questions inspired by our most recent sermons. I will be your host today, Anne, and I am joined by Cole and Kelsey, who you will hear from in just a moment, because we're going to start things off as we always do with our off-topic question. And Kelsey, what is that question today? Our question is actually inspired by the sermon because there was a lot of talk about like the hero's journey and stories. So I wanted to know like, what is your guys' favorite hero story from like a book, a movie, whatever? That is such a good question because I have so many, (laughs) but if I had to just pick one, Mm, it has to be something from Avatar The Last Airbender for me because that is just one of my all-time favorite shows ever. And I want to say it's Aang because he is kind of the the hero, but I also, Zuko's story is just so good and it's one of my favorite and his character development is just so amazing. So I think I have to pick Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender. It's funny that you say that because in my mind when I thought like heard this question... I actually thought about it like, oh, there's different types of heroes journeys. Like clearly the one that you're interested in there is like a redemption story. Um, But I will say mine is almost the opposite because my immediate thought was, oh, I love a good revenge story. Mm. Um, (laughs) My favorite science fiction book is called a trilogy called Ancillary Justice. And it is a very interesting meditation on revenge and justice and what it means to try and fight a system that is like broken but feels too powerful for you to even contend with um and how anybody like really tries to live a life by like a real sense of justice Mm. cole what about you so I was one of the, uh, so we, we did get this question uh, from uh, a list sent out to help us with our um, Chapel Valley groups. Um, but I, I was kind of the person that suggested that we do it. And I realized I don't really have an answer. Like what? How do you not have an answer? You just watched like all of Dragon Ball Z. That yeah. Well, I was gonna right for hero stories. So, I mean, if we're doing that, I guess, yeah, okay. So in Dragon Ball, there's a lot of hero stories because each of the, like, like 12 or 13 main characters get their own plot, their own, like, chance to be the hero. And... Um, just chock a block full of heroes. Yeah, lots of hero stories. <laughs> yeah. And so I have like a couple of favorites within that, but the entire story of Dragon Ball um, Z specifically and Super, um, I 
really enjoyed. And I think if I had to pick one, it would have to be Vegeta's story. Interesting, because that's kind of another redemption. Yeah, it is a redemption story, because he starts off as the villain and then ends up being one of the main character's like trust, most trusted ally, and also the person that pushes him harder you know but yeah so to, yeah I, I would leave it at that i think vegeta and i think david would also approve of my answer because it is his favorite dragon ball character as well that's fair i actually really appreciate that we all kind of picked a redemption story because i think that's actually going to tie into in a kind of interesting way into what we're going to talk about next so let's jump into it and let's get serious Well, this last week's message, we actually had a guest speaker with us, Beth Hackbarth, and she talked about the extraordinary journey. And so the message was a lot about, you know, just how our own, you know, every culture, including our own, like every culture throughout history, there's this epic hero journey. And a lot of times you can relate that a lot to your own life of how we're kind of our own heroes and we're going through this journey and there's different steps that happen and uh, just kind of comparing what it's like to walk as a Christian with also, you know, these stories that have been told throughout multiple generations, throughout history, throughout multiple cultures. That just is always this this re- repetition of an epic hero journey. And so I kind of wanted to start off, you know, Beth spoke on how sometimes we... As we're going through this journey, it is a journey and we sometimes forget that. We think, you know, I've started on this path, this calling, maybe this new job, whatever it might be in your life, this new relationship. And you just have this expectation that it's going to be amazing right away and that success is going to come right away. And we can grow very impatient with ourselves. And I think it's interesting, you know, even at the beginning, we were talking about redemption stories. It's easy to love a good redemption story But we don't really give the grace for ourselves in that, you know, like we can see someone else's story or even, you know, in a TV show or a book and we see redemption and it's just it feels so good and it's a good story and it just it creates a lot of emotions and you just feel empowered and you can feel inspired by it. But when it comes to our own life, we just don't have the patience for that, you know, because the redemption um, oftentimes, you know, doesn't come until towards the end of the story or towards the end um, of maybe a season in your life. And there's just there's this like unrealistic expectation that we set on ourselves that this needs to happen now and if I'm not redeemed now or if I'm not successful now I'm a failure or this isn't going to work out or maybe this isn't the calling God had for my life you know we set these just unrealistic expectations on ourselves and so I kind of wanted to explore with you guys why do you think that happens you know why do we have these unrealistic expectations that we need to accomplish something now or that you know god is going to fulfill this dream today you know why do we why do we kind of set ourselves up for failure in a way by setting those unrealistic expectations i mean i i think that there's probably so many different reasons um one that i will focus on i think is it is something very ingrained in us culturally speaking um i think specifically by western standards and i've like talked with a lot of people about this sort of thing is whether or not we would actually say it there's some part of us a lot of times that thinks the world is fair in in a very fundamental Mm. way and bad things happen to 
bad people and good things happen to good people. Um, and at, like everything you do, you've earned in some way. Um, and so when we hear the offer of like, God is giving you this, this grace, this gift freely, and it is not anything that you can earn. It's really hard for us to wrap our brains around that in some ways. We can say, yes, we believe, uh, but there is kind of this mental hurdle we have to make where some part of us does think like, well, I'm, I still have to earn this. I still have to become worthy of this. When in reality, that's not something you can actually do. Um, and so you get stuck in this place of having been given something that you could never earn, but still feeling mm -hmm. like you have to. It has to be this thing that you are constantly seeking to attain, even though it is like unattainable through our own works. And mm -hmm. then you just get stuck in this place of like thinking everything that you do is like a mark against you or a mark for you you're constantly playing that weird comparison game of trying to figure out like how do i measure up to this when really that's not how we should be approaching it at all hmm. yeah as also gonna say that i think a big reason is culture i think it's ingrained in us and has been ingrained in us um as a uh t technically i'm a gen zer um and i think one thing that i see about among my generation is like the want for instant gratification um like we want <laughs> short videos we want short things we, we want lots right. of little things that give us right. that like little hits of dopamine or whatever you know we want the we want the instant gratification from it and i think that that's not how god works um i think i think he could if he wanted to but i think that there's a reason he doesn't in a lot of cases because having patience and having you know perseverance those things are really important and if you don't have them then like life is just going to be hard life is going to be really hard um, yeah i i i'm not a gen zer but i definitely agreed when beth was talking about how you know the christian life is not a sprint it's a marathon and mm -hmm. the importance of perseverance which is such a like perseverance is one of those things where you're like oh you want to have it but you don't at all want to exercise it <laughs> right yeah uh, i think yes. that's something we can relate to is like oh you want like to get there you want to have arrived you don't want to be like in the middle of trying to figure yourself out or in the middle of like working through your faith yeah one of the one of yeah. the points that beth had brought up in her message her very like first point was like one of the things that trips us up as Christians is we can't always recognize the beginning of the race from the end of the race. And I think a lot of that is because we're like, oh, cool, we're, we did it. We're awesome. We got the instant gratification we wanted. And like I was, I was re-listening to the message and it finally hit me after like 21 years 
like which isn't that long i i know but like moses wandered in the desert for 40 years which is twice my life before like and and that's just like a sentence in the bible right he wandered in the desert for 40 years and i'm like moses did all these things like right at one after the other like crazy awesome miracles but i i forget like that one sentence is twice my lifespan right now you know so it's 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 so weird to think about but and and it's frustrating at times because like yeah i do want the instant gratification but sometimes the journey with the lord it takes 40 years and i'm not i'm not 40 yet so i don't know what that feels (laughs) like (laughs) but like if the lord was like if i was praying about something and then the lord was like wait 40 years like that's such a like long time in my small brain but in the grand scheme of things it's like nothing you know and i think no that contributes to what you had originally asked about unrealistic expectations Oh, for sure. Now, that's such a good reminder, Cole, because I think, you know, when we're thinking about, yeah, unrealistic expectations or, you know, confusing the starting line with the finish line, there's an instant joy or an instant passion or excitement or inspiration when we do that starting line. You know, I'm thinking like maybe you have this dream to start a business or maybe Mm -hmm. you just started a new relationship or, you know, like there's many different things in life where this could apply to, but there's, there's satisfaction and there's um, an excitement when you get started. And then as you start going along, you're like, okay, okay. Now I I just kind of want to be done with this. Like I want to get to that next stage and we forget about, that there's, you know, a lot of beauty that can happen. And there's a lot that the Lord works in you to prepare you for that finish line, because you're not ready for that finish line. You know, it takes, it takes work and it takes time in order to get there. Um, And it can be a frustrating process. There's usually a lot of growth in it. And, uh, but yeah, that perseverance really is, it's hard, but it's the only thing that's going to get you to that end. And I think it's a matter of, you know, when we do set those expectations, like maybe just revisiting it a little bit and going to God and just saying, you you know, maybe this, I have to just set more, I guess, realistic expectations of, okay, well, what's, what step do I need to take right now that's going to get me to the next, you know, I picture, um, I've seen this visual of a, a ladder, right? And it's got these different runs and they're maybe, you know, just a couple inches apart. Like they're very close and there's this lawn ladder and there's a bunch of runs on it, but they're very close and there's someone climbing it. And right next to him is another ladder with these runs that are like six inches apart. And like the person can barely reach the next one and they are way behind on their journey. It's kind of like those, you know, taking small steps, um, but it can be hard to sometimes think of it in those terms and you have to almost visualize it just to like help yourself not get into those unrealistic expectations. Yeah. But I, I will say, I think that's so true about like everybody loves to start a project. Very few people uh, then love the process of finishing a long project i had a friend who like started going through the process of getting licensed to be a realtor and she was so surprised and like intimidated when she found out that like such a small percentage of people that start this process actually follow through she was like Mm. how do i like what stops me from being another number of the people that didn't finish it 
And all I could tell her was like, you have to make that decision. You have to make that commitment that like what you start, you will finish. And it's funny because she did go on to finish it, but like, really, it was only for a few months. It wasn't like she dedicated Mm. years of her life to this one thing happening. And yet so many people, for whatever reason, like fall away from it. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like how many things are there in our lives where we are so excited to start a hobby, a new job, any sort of thing. But when you're just in there, like down and dirty with it, and you're not having the like the newness and the excitement and the shine there anymore what is your motivation there for continuing on and to me that's really where you find the intersection of how do you push yourself and grow with how do you um lean on god and rely on him because i think when things are at their most monotonous their hardest their most this doesn't feel like it brings any like joy to me anymore how do I work through this that's when you rely on God that's when you say hey you are gonna be my motivation right you're gonna be my anchor and my foundation that's so good because that actually kind of leads me into the third point that Beth talked about which is you know when we're on this journey when we're kind of running this race we confuse fixing our eyes on ourselves and instead we need to fix them on Jesus and we can get those confused and I do think you're absolutely right Kelsey like in order to combat those expectations like we've been talking about, in order to combat those those feelings and in order to, to persevere in the long run, you really do need to fix your eyes on Jesus and what has he said? What has God called us to? Um, and that kind of leads to a question of, because you know, that that sounds really great and that sounds awesome, and but it can be hard at times because, you know, especially in our culture, there's a lot of self-help out there and there's a lot of which, you know, are great resources and it's good to work on yourselves, but how do you maybe fight the temptation of like fixing yourself versus fixing your eyes on Jesus? Like, is there a balance there and how, how do we find that? Oh, geez. That's such a big question. I I know. (laughs) Because we're like, very much in this um era of the instagram influencer and like people i think it comes down to so much like being able to look at things with an honest eye and going like am i buying into a lie um that this thing will fix me or this thing will make Mm. me happy or this thing will do x y or z that really this thing can't that like I can say that I'm going to get really into baking bread. I'm going to get really into gardening. I'm going to really get into meditation, working out crystals, whatever. Like there are so many things that we try to fill ourselves up with and try to use as like, this will be the thing that fixes me. If I just do this, it'll It'll all work out. And I think that that is, like I said, it just fills a void in our hearts mm. when really when it comes down to is like, oh, that that stuff is not going to be what fixes you. Some of it can be good. Some of it can be harmful because there's so many different things you can fill your life with to try and fix yourself. But ultimately, 
that is turning our eyes like inward to a point of toxicity when there are times where if things are really hard in your life yeah sometimes you need to like assess and examine yourself and sometimes you need to go like no i've become too inwardly focused and i need to turn my eyes back Mm. to god like i can't be constantly trying to bring stuff in to like try to fill a hole in my life i need to like take a moment look outwardly look at god and like know that truth is not something i'm going to generate within myself and truth is not something other people are going to be able to sell me truth is something that's only going to come from god Hmm. Hmm. that's good yeah i I was going to say my, my answer to that question would be a prayer <laughs> to put it very brief prayer because the old the, to like fighting the temptation between fixing yourself and fixing your eyes on god trying to like the only way to combat that prayer you gotta yeah. pray that the lord would help you give you the strength to fix your eyes on him and to stop worrying about the things of this world and trying to fix yourself in that but but to pray about it you know and 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 that is definitely easier said than done but with a little bit of patience and perseverance it's doable (laughs) for everyone got it remember to pray to fix your eyes on it yeah and i and i would just think back to to something that beth was saying because i definitely agree cold prayer is definitely huge um but one thing that beth talked about in her message was you know on the on the hero's journey there's always certain characters that you see that pop up there's always some kind of wise man or woman who offers wisdom and who helps them uh on their journey there's always kind of the people who are right by your side you know maybe you know an avatar there was you know Korra and uh Sokka and Toph like you know right by your side who are battling with you who are helping you um and I think that's also true like when we're talking about fighting the temptation of like fixing ourselves and turning eyes on Jesus like I think we need those people in our lives who are going to pour wisdom into us who can remind us, you know, you're looking at yourself right now, like, what is Jesus saying? Or what is God saying? And giving us that reminder, and then having people too, who are on a similar journey, who can relate and can sympathize and can, um, you know, just be there as comfort and can also maybe offer some wisdom. So as yeah, I totally agree. Prayer, absolutely. Um, and I do think just surrounding yourself with the right people is also a way that can, that can really help fight that. Um, and if you need prayer for that, if you are looking for those people or if you're listening and, you know, you just need prayer or you're struggling to know exactly how to pray to God or what to pray, we want to be there for you. We want to help support you. So I really just encourage you to email us at info at chapelvalley.org. And we would love to just pray with you and just offer some wisdom and guidance and just, you know, as you're going through your journey of life, we want to be a part of that journey as well. And we just welcome you into that. So again, you can email us at info at chapelvalley.org. Otherwise, we will speak to you all next week. Thanks for joining us for the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, but now we encourage you to join in the conversation by submitting any questions you may have or just sharing what the Lord is doing in your life by emailing us at info at chapelvalley.org. We can't wait to hear from you and make sure to tune in next week.